Madison, and this is my podcast, My WDW, a podcast where I, a tween, talk about all things Disney. Hello, welcome to another episode of My WW, the podcast made by teens, or rather one teen, for multiple teens. I'm Keniston. And I'm Brian. And this episode is about the top 10 best additions to the Disney parks, or just Walt Disney World in our case, in the last decade, because it's almost over. That's right, the decade is almost over. How crazy is that? It is crazy. It's been so long since, uh, already been so long since my last trip to Disney World. When was that? Uh, I think Over it was a year, right? L- yeah, last year? Wow. I can't tell, because <laughs> the year is almost over. It's like two days yep. as, as of recording. It really just goes fast. The more the busier you are, the faster it goes. Yeah, and we had the privilege this September to go visit Disneyland. Okay. Um, which was it was great. Actually, we got to visit Disneyland at the beginning and end of this century or decade, decade, decade. Wow, I didn't even thought of that. Yeah, two thousand ten, two thousand nineteen. Cool. Well, what have you got for us today? Well, as I said earlier, it's the top ten additions to the parks in the last decade, which it, looking now, looking it over it now, has it's blown my mind how much they can update and revamp and make better in ten years. Oh yeah, totally. It's crazy. Like back in the two thousand nine, they didn't have like fast passes or magic. Ba- oh, they had fast passes, but not magic bands. They had fast passes. They had fast passes when you went for the first time. <clears throat> right back in two thousand one, which is before anybody was really born. There were people there were people alive back then. Well, I mean, I was there, but not a lot of the people. Okay. Uh, Abraham sure. Lincoln was president, and uh, oh no, I just saw him in that place. He was animatronic. He no, that was that was not even Disney. You're you're wrong. <laughs> I'm completely wrong. Anyway, go ahead. Starting off, we have number ten because we're going from ten to one, like any normal top ten video. Of I course, think. of course. I don't. I don't know. I I've only done a couple of these. <laughs> All right, so our. Number 10, I guess, would be the Fantasyland revamp, or redo, or update, or renovation. Uh, this was 2012-ish, when they decided to add... Uh, they added Ariel's Palace, Belle's Palace, they added Rapunzel's Tower, and that meant you could see, like, three palaces from one standing point. You could look this ah. way, see Cinderella's Palace, look this way see Ariel's palace right and look that way and see Belle's palace so there was a lot of royalty going on right there and now it's official not officially affectionately called the Fantasyland forest Fantasyland okay. forest they're not calling it the royal trifecta or the uh, there's more princesses that's just the three that I can remember that oh. you can see okay obviously Cinderella castle existed before this re- redo update yeah redo. that was like the first thing ever well yes no Sort of. <laughs> uh, I went there recently. Not too recent. The last time I went there, I went to this specific area as well as everything else. And let me tell you, it was great. They had Be Our Guest Restaurant. Yes. But I'll talk more about that later. Of course. Number two would be the Talking to Meet and Greet Mickey, which is not the official name, but that's just what I remember it as. Are you counting down from ten? Yes. So number nine. Number nine. You call it number two. Oof. No, it's okay. <laughs> so what is number nine? The what? The talking meet and greet. I forgot the official name for this, but it's the Mickey okay. that the mouth moves. It's, you know, the mask characters or the fur characters? Right, the non-face characters? Yes. Yeah, right, right. They do not talk except for Mickey. Mickey, in the one you can meet in Main Street, has a moving mouth that also... It, he connects to the RFID chips in your magic bands, and he knows stuff about where you've been in the parks. In really? other words, Disney is tracking you. Oh, well, yeah, I kind of knew Disney was tracking me. We were standing in line for the Yeti ride, which was called what? What's the real name of the Yeti ride? Uh, Forbidden Journey Expedition Everest. Expedition Everest. So we were standing in line for Expedition Everest, and there's posters that make it feel like you're in uh, the Himalayas, and there's these posters... And there's these posters on the uh, uh, wall there, but you don't realize they're electronic. 
signs they and you're standing like they in line. They look like they have flies buzzing. In, they look like they're fluorescently lit with flies buzzing yeah. in front of them. And then all of a sudden you see your own name up there. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. It was like, Brian, best tour guide. And I was like, wait, that's your name. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, um, I'm not a tour guide. I'm just trying not to die. And uh, <laughs> the Yeti didn't get me. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Fun the fact, the Yeti in Disney World does not move. They only use lights to make it look like it does. So even I if, know. Even if you weren't even moving at all. I know how all the magic works. No, you don't. I'm just not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, number eight on our list would be the Frozen-themed anything. Frozen-themed anything? Because Frozen came out circa 2012, 2013, that November. Right. I'm going to point it out right there that we went and saw Frozen 2, which came out this November. Wow. That was a movie. <laughs> like six years later, you decide to make a sequel, and it's better than the they first do that. One. Just saying. Disney, Disney, Disney. So they have a lot of Frozen themed things in uh, the Magic Kingdom. The only park with nothing Frozen themed. This includes this includes the water parks and Disney Springs. The only one that does not have anything Frozen themed is Animal Kingdom. Really? Yes. I guess they aren't really. I mean, they don't even have a, a reindeer in there. I'm not sure. They, it's mostly African Asian animals. So yeah, there's nothing, nothing frozen themed whatsoever in Animal Kingdom. Huh. Not even a reindeer. No, huh, that's fine. Well, it's like there's enough frozen stuff elsewhere I throughout think the park. The whatever Animal Patrol there, as well as Pandorian, Pandoran, Pandorian aliens, kind of teamed up and just yeah. kicked Queen Elsa out. Well, and I don't, you know, I, I think Pandora is such a huge presence in Animal Kingdom, I would really be surprised to see a whole lot else. I mean, I know there's also the the little, uh, what is that, Goofy Roller Coaster, or is it like a... Uh, there's no Goofy. The Goofy Roller Coaster is the one in Disneyland. They're the yeah. exact same roller coaster, just themed differently. Okay. I'm trying to think of other things in Animal Kingdom that I remember. Um, they also <clears throat> have a uh, Up, you know Flights of Wonder? Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay, so now they've replaced it with a Carl and Russell-themed attraction. Is it like a house? It, there's no house. Oh. They're in Asia, because he's like now a world explorer, and they're teaching people... Actually, it's just Doug and Russell. They're teaching people about birds. The Because it was Flights of Wonder, it was a right. thing about birds. It's not Flight of Passage. That's where you get to ride on a banshee. Right, right. I'll mention stuff about that later. Now, okay. on to... Number seven, which is Disney Play. Disney Play, number seven. It is the interactive app that we talked about in a previous episode. You do have an episode on this. I remember we that. Do. It was yep. it was a really it was a wild episode. We uh, we talked about how Disney Play has the it's interactive and it has several capabilities of changing things within the parks. Right. Agent P's adventure, Agent P's world showcase adventure. I remember that, yep. That is now partially controlled by that app. Right, you no longer need to borrow their little Android device. You they just called it um, phone. an F-O-N-E. Yeah, it was an acronym for something clever. <laughs> but it was really just a phone. Yeah. And it also controls stuff at Galaxy's Edge, uh, which I will mention later. Uh, okay, moving on to number six, the Magic yeah. Bands. Those actually came about in January 7th, 2013. Really? Which is... I feel like they were earlier than that. Only six years ago. Yeah. Feels like they've had magic bands for a, for a long time. Well, I I wouldn't know besides doing my research. Right. I wasn't... Because you're only six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Keniston is actually 13, in case you didn't know. That's why she's finding that so hilarious. Six so anyway, plus six plus some. <laughs> so it's been around for six years. Only. And it just six. feels like it's Actually, been around forever. Almost almost seven. Whoa. Wow, only seven. Hmm. Crazy. The magic right. Okay. They all they have the RFID chips in them. Right. So rides such as you said Expedition Everest earlier or Small World. It's a small world after all. You know that song. Yeah. You yeah. I know that song, and I'm not going to sing it because our audience may get that song stuck in their head. It's quite the earworm, and I'm just going to spare them that fate. 
You, however, are not as nice as I am. <laughs> I am not. Um, so an RFID chip is a way Radio for... Radio frequency identification. Right. And so data can be exchanged wirelessly at a close, relatively close distance. Yeah. So, so that you walk under a thing or walk of, near a thing. Think it of it like this. It's a way of one electronic, your magic band, telling another piece of electronic, the... Uh, Let's say a prompter that prompts Cinderella. It can tell her this person's this person like little Sally. Let me make up a name. Little Sally likes the color blue. It'll add. It'll beam that up. Star Trek terms to the prompter, and then it'll secretly tell Cinderella, "Hey, this person's favorite color is blue." And then she'll work work that into the conversation with the child, so it'll seem like Cinderella knows you. Really. It's... So you're saying that a face character will have like a earpiece or like mm-hmm. a handler that will whisper something to them and say, this is little Sally. She likes the color blue. Her favorite princess is some other princess besides you. Try to win her over. And so Cinderella will be like, hello, Sally. I just heard you like the color blue. You know who else's favorite color that is? This other princess that you like. We both have that in common. Yay, you know, or whatever. Uh, That's yeah. fascinating, Same though. thing as uh, Mickey Mouse I just told you earlier. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse you mentioned earlier. He also, that's, uh, like, if, say, you went on Pirates of the Caribbean, and you went and saw Mickey, he'd be like, oh, Hey, Brian, did you enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> and I would say, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, you'd say, Arr, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> and you'd be like, well. Have another high seas adventure or something like that. Or you could like go work there. Or you could set you could uh, make a fast pass to Splash Mountain, and he could be like, "Oh, hey Brian, you've got a splash pass for f- fast pass for Splash Mountain. You got a fast splash for <laughs> pass Mountain. A fast pass for Splash Mountain, <laughs> and just have Mickey be like, be like, know which ride you're going on next right. to." Work that into conversation to make it seem like he knows stuff. Huh. It's freaky. Huh. I didn't realize that the technology... I know the technology is there. I wasn't aware that Disney was implementing it to that on that scale. Like, it's... It, yeah. Disney... If... Disney could probably take over the world if they put <laughs> enough money into it. <laughs> they have enough They've money. They've already taken over every six-year-old ever, including myself. Yeah. <laughs> Call back. Kenison's not really six. Anyway. Uh, uh, next up is something six-year-olds like. Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land. Everybody likes Toy Story Land. It, from Kids from 1 to 92 for current no, no. Well, it came out when adults nowadays were just kids. So yeah, it's, true. It's almost like it's a multi-generational love. Kind of like Star Wars, hint, hint, later on in this episode. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> uh, so, also, we're doing another episode in a little while about Star Wars Land, so keep in tune. Good. Uh, but for now, Toy Story Land, they have... It is so immersive. It looks like you're in a giant backyard. Yep. Or it's giant to you because you're a toy, apparently. And so you're you're standing there, and you can see giant footprints underneath you. Everything around you is made of toys, like characters such as like Buzz, Woody, Jesse, Jesse, Rex. And you know, it's I thought it was really neat how the cast members themselves refer to the guests as toys. They're like, okay, toys. Even oh, the security boy. guard was like, hey, a lot of great toys here today. That type of thing. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun. And so, they'll be like family of toys, and it's your reservation for this ride. Right. Well, we got six toys here. Okay, go on the next whatever. They're, they, the, the amount of training they have to go through. I'm sure. Uh, there's a lot of cool rides there too. Um, Alien Swirling Saucer, Slinky Dog Dash. Actually, I had a friend who went on Slinky Dog Dash recently. Yeah. She she liked it. Well, it hurt her back, but she liked it. Oh. Mm. Well, it hurt my back too. Rest assured, that ride is very. It's smooth. But it's like wavy. But it's a roller coaster. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. It's, it's a good roller coaster. Yeah. It's like, think of if the Barnstormer were actually a good roller coaster. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Goofy's Barnstormer listen, is not listen. a good roller coaster? Back when I first visited Disney World at the ripe old age of nine, 
I went on Goofy's Barnstormer as my second ride in first Disney roller coaster ever. Needless to say, mm. I loved it at age nine. Well, sure. Which, if I was six, would be three years from now. But, you know, you can go to... Um, any ride, really, when you're nine, and you still might like it later. Well, Goofy's Barnstormer was a different story. It's about six seconds long, if or at least it feels like it. <laughs> That's true. It felt very short. <laughs> it was like, oh, and we're going up and down some waves, and we go up a hill, and then we drop. Mm-hmm. So imagine that, except a million times better and Slinky Dog themed. If you don't know, Slinky Dog is the like he, he's got like a Southern accent. He's voiced by a a character actor named James Varney, Jim Varney, who actually passed away a couple years ago. Wait, really? Yeah. How'd they make Toy Story Four then? Um, I think what they probably did with. Four. I'm not picturing his character in four, but I think what they might have done is took uh, they might have taken outtakes and deleted scenes from the previous movies yeah, and pieced them together. And to... uh, Don Rickles, who played Potato Don Head, Rickles. Mr. Potato Head, yeah. Don Rickles also died, and they did the same thing. And those two toys didn't really have much dialogue in the movie. True. They were more like, they weren't main characters they anyway. They were like... They were, I don't want to spoil the movie. They were stuck behind while Woody and Buzz and the friends went off on an adventure. Did the, yeah, the adventure. It's because there's always an adventure, so you're not really spoiling it. Yeah, but no, no other talk about the movie. I'm going to talk about the food yeah. and toy story land now. Food and toy story land. Because okay. they had the absolute, <laughs> they had these things called tachos. Tachos? That sounds like nachos and something else. Tater tots. Okay. <laughs> so think of... Uh, nachos. You, you like nachos, right? I do, yeah. I like nachos and tacos and burritos Warm, and enchiladas. Cheese and maybe chili. But imagine, do you like tater tots? Yeah, sure. Imagine that, nachos, tater tots, without the corn chips. Okay, I'll eat that. It, it, they're very good. Uh, I probably did eat that. <laughs> they have, they also have, you ever had a um, Pop-Tart? Yes. They have... They're like pop, like if what pop tops aspire to be. Okay. So, they're like instead of the pop tarts having like a tiny bit of cream on the inside, these have like they're fully stuffed with cream. There's like a hazelnut one and a strawberry one. Wow. Oh, they're heavenly. They're they're really <laughs> good. They're trust me. Oh, they're um, good. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and they also have various adult drinks, lemonade. They're lemonades. Okay. They also have like a alien souvenir cup and. Oh my gosh, they're, uh, the toy cars, uh, I forgot the word, but the the little carts that sell stuff outside the... Oh yeah, like, almost like kiosks, but little food carts? Not food carts, uh, like, souvenir kiosks. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's the word. Uh, Souvenir stands. So yeah, the little souvenir stands are also, they look like, uh, you know little people? Yeah, yeah, I know Like old-fashioned little people. The kind that I had. Yeah, the kind that you had growing up. I even had wooden ones. That's how old I am. The little people that were plastic that came before the the current little people. Before yeah. that, they had they were made of wood. Yeah, the ones that were like the the current ones are a little like chubbier and right. happier. But the other ones were like a Narrow. little. Think of like you know the the people from the Game of Life. Yeah. They're they're almost like that. Yeah, almost like pegs, bigger. but yeah. Anyway, so that's what the toy carts look like, and they have. Oh, the souvenirs are really great. I don't want to spoil anything because you should go. I probably should have another episode about souvenirs. I've already had one. Go look at that. <laughs> it's about cheap souvenirs because. Well, and the thing about Disney too is the souvenirs are always changing. I've got, I mean, I've got a Pirates of the Caribbean shirt from uh, almost twenty years ago, and it's still cool, but you'll never see it again. It's now it's well, like a one of a kind kind of thing. Uh, Goodwills and eBay. Yeah, even then, I don't know. This well, thing, you wouldn't sell that. No, I wouldn't. It's from my honeymoon. I wouldn't. Well, no, I'm not saying you in particular wouldn't sell. Like any, no, you shouldn't. Nobody should sell. Really. All right. Now on to number four. Uh, you know how I said about the Fantasyland expansion re- revamp thing? Yes. Now I'm going to talk about be our guest and Enchanted Tales with Belle. Okay. <clears throat> Enchanted Tales with Belle is a story time slash show slash like technology showing thing it looks like magic 
uh, it starts out, you're outside of Maurice's workshop. For those of you who have not seen Beauty and the Beast or have been living under a rock. Spoiler alert. Please, please go see the movie. It's been out for over 20 years. <laughs> it's, it's not too soon. Been out a while. Even even the newer one came out like three years ago. <laughs> the yeah. new one ha- is just like the old one, except it's slightly like more live action. It's right. actually completely it's, more it's live, action. live action. It's live action for all intents and purposes. Uh, it's got Emma Watson. It's a, it's a good time. Go see it. Please. So this uh, attraction... It's it's based off of the older one. Right. It's You go into Maurice's workshop, you do a little bit of singing. Actually, behind you, you can see a music box. Well, if you go in to the kids, there's like... They put all the kids in front and all the adults along the back wall. Right. Because it's a more for the kids activity. I am sort of a kid, so I get to stand kind of near the back wall <laughs> and near... It's... They do involve adults, like... Yeah, I, I get to see... Like I over the tops of the six year olds' heads, the fellow six year olds. Um I'm I'm not six years old. <laughs> she's not six. For the hundredth oh, time. Okay. Yeah, so between the adults' backs and the wall, there's you can they they're standing in front of shelves of like knickknacks that Bell's supposedly eccentric dad makes. He's pretty smart for his time. He created the first like you know those uh, doorbells that have video cameras on them. Yeah, he made like the predecessor to that thing. Oh, that it's probably for warding away bell suitors. Let's be honest. He made a video doorbell in eighteen hundreds France. Probably fourteen hundreds, but yes. Was it like a bird that said, "Hey, someone's here"? No, or... it was like he rings the doorbell, and then there's just like goggle things that come down from the wall. Oh, that's clever. It's. You go go see the movie. It's, I mean, it's he's not, an inventor. So. It's not in the attraction. We went off on a tangent. That's not in the attraction. So, <laughs> so what actually is one thing in the that attraction? is in the attraction would be a music box that he's created. That's like it's pretty small, but if you look, you you can see it. And in the restaurant, that you need reservations to go in, but it's it's really fun. It's loud, but it's fun. The Be Our Guest restaurant? Be Our Guest restaurant, yes. It plays Be Our Guest, the song, nonstop on the speakers. Oh, my. Um, I'll tell I you can, more I can about handle that, that. In a it's, it's not as bad as It's a Small World. Oh, no. <laughs> Think of if, if Small World la, la, had a restaurant. La, 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 <laughs> no, uh, that would be awful. There's, like, food kiosks. I love the whole world. place, but I don't know if I can handle this. I love the Mary Blair song while I'm trying to eat for like 20 minutes or an hour. I would love a restaurant with Mary Blair architecture and styling. <gasps> yeah, That'd you know what? Another episode you should do is Mary Blair artwork, and then uh, yes, yeah, I would. I totes would. I totally would. So the thing about this attraction that the uh, which one the one that you've been talking about the the the. the Enchanted Tales with Belle is it is a story and you are part of the story. Yes. So, so the whole story is that it's Belle's birthday or maybe her anniversary or something like oh, that. They might even do a different one for Christmas. I don't know. I no, I think really. So a lot of things change for Christmas. I don't think this is one of them. Yeah. But you're going in and you're celebrating Belle's something important in her life, and the cast member is like, "We're gonna go surprise her," and you go through this. It's like. A mirror on the wall, but then it changes into, like, a mirror into the village, and then it opens up, and you're all of a sudden you're inside Bell's, I think it's a library? Or no, there's a holding room before the library. Right. So, like, a lobby, perhaps? And the cast member assigns different people. Yeah, and then right. they're like, okay, do this, and they have you sing, like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's loud. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> and then, you, if you sing the loudest or the best, you get assigned as that annoying dresser. The oh, one right. that sings too much. Right. And if you have a British accent, you get to be a candle. Or mm, No, that's you, the clock. You just go like you... He has a French accent. Yeah. The, he's the, the only one is... with the French accent in the whole French movie. We, we, we. That's all the French I know. Oh, we, we back at Monsieur. <laughs> Bonjour. Oh, we, we, um, mon ami. So... You get to be part of the story, and you play kind of a character in the... You play... I got Mrs. Potts two times, because I'm old. Because you're old. Actually, I'm six years old. I got to be... What was I? The first time we did it, I I was... I held something. Was I a plate or something? You were a knight. 
It was a knight. They were little okay. eye holes. Yeah. I want to be the beast, but they they always choose like the most the cutest and most adorable kid. Like one time they had like a little four year old boy, yeah. and then they had like a little five year old girl with pigtails. I have a, a beard, and when Belle came in, she looked at me and said, "Oh, your beast mask is coming in nicely," and I said, "Oh, that's what's going on here." <laughs> she yeah she does that and then you go perform the whole thing and then you go around in circles and dance which was interesting and then you get a hug and a photo and actually my older brother who's taller than bell looked like he was taking her out to prom or something it was hilarious (laughs) friends if if you have an older teenage brother make him be in the show for this picture because it's hilarious because it's hilarious besides that you also get like a bookmark and as well as a photo. So That's cool. I've I've gotten two of those bookmarks and I have used both of them. Nice. Because I am the kind of monster who folds the page over a little bit when I'm instead of a bookmark. You're ruining the book. <laughs> All that resale value. I also like sometimes in some certain books I will write like notes, especially school books. Only school books. Yeah. Do not write notes in a real book or no, just don't. Just well, don't. and when you go to college and you have to buy books for $200, and then you write things in them, they don't, when you try to resell them. Please only write like things it. in pencil if you're writing yeah. in your college book. Yeah. That aside, nevertheless, uh, the other thing that's Beauty and the Beast themed in that area would be the Be Our Guest restaurant. Right. Have you, you remember that song, right? Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest. Be yes. Our Guest. Do you remember the verse where he goes, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't yes. believe me? Ask the dishes. You can try the gray stuff and it's delicious. But I did, I failed to ask the dishes. The dishes didn't say anything. They yeah. were just like. I drank coffee out of a coffee cup and it said nothing and it, was, it didn't have a chip in it. It didn't I, sing to me. I have a, a mug with a with a fake chip in it and it's a, it's actually a chip mug from it's the chip, disney store yeah. um, that's pretty neat there's a whole funny story about that but i won't go talk about it now but i have a chip mug and it hasn't talked to me once but the gray stuff going back to what we were talking about earlier before we got distracted yeah it the gray stuff really is delicious it tastes like cookies and cream that's um, what I thought. Some, I thought it was like a frosting, but with a little more substance to it. It's some people have said it's a little too thick or too rich or too yeah. sweet or it's it's really you should probably share it. It's not quite like a dairy type thing either. It's just more like you you should share it. It's expensive and it it's very filling. Yeah, and it's like a dessert. It, you know, it's not for you. Don't order the gray stuff as a meal. Please do not order the gray stuff as a meal. It's more like you've eaten your sandwich or whatever you got to just eat, uh, and now, get? oh, have the gray oh, stuff. Oh, I got a soup. I always get a soup or a salad, don't I? I think we went there for breakfast, didn't we? We went breakfast once and lunch another Bacon time. Bacon and eggs or something, yeah. Oh, we got the most amazing croissants. Y'all, get the, get the, uh, what's it called? The pastry platter. Yeah. Or something like that. It's a lot of carbs, but you will not regret it. You are on vacation, friends. Vacation. <laughs> this is something presumably that you've saved up for. So it's not like you're, you're not trying to go in here and be like, well, let's get by the cheapest we possibly can. No, you save up for a reason. Because yeah, but you want to immerse yourself in the experience. I do buy cheap stuff. If you go back to my other episode about buying inexpensive souvenirs, you will know. The best thing okay. to do is get the best bang for your buck and True. buy things that are not excess, not ex, not especially cheap, but not especially like super ex, Like, don't go to Vicky and Al's. What's that? Most expensive restaurant on our property. No kids are allowed. It's black tie formal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there. So. <laughs> All right. Nonetheless, time for number three, which is the Fantasyland Circus. You remember Dumbo? Yeah, this was a it's, it, where you're walking through Fantasyland. And there's this big, huge, big top. Yes. And inside the big top, of course, like is a souvenir huge. shop. Yes, it's called Big Top Souvenir Shop. Just right. Yeah. But it's near Dumbo, right? The Dumbo ride. Yes. There's actually with the revamp a couple of years ago, they added they added a character meet and greet. There is exactly they well yeah there's exactly one character meet and greet per character in per park. So you're not like, wait, Minnie, why are you here? I thought I saw you a couple hours ago, you know, because also you can't see the characters during the parades because, as we all know, Mickey hops out behind stage, 
drives out underneath the park in his tiny little Mickey car and then goes into the parade, you know, to not, to not spoil the magic, you Right, know? you don't want to see Mickey two completely different places at the same time or within a few minutes of each other because... That's... Well, within a few minutes of each other is reasonable because you utilidors utilidors which as you may know utility corridors as they are the uh corridors underneath the 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 walking surface i will not i will not go into that today because it's a lot of information it's way too much and more of a rabbit trail than we really need anyway the only i think you meet like donald and then goofy yeah donald and goofy in one queue in the big top area and then you can meet uh Daisy and Minnie in another area of the Big Top. It used to be Mickey's Toontown, but it's that is only in Disneyland now. Right. And you can see the Dumbo attraction, which has a lot of other stuff. Um, it's got like a playground. You get a pager, and then your child goes and runs. And when you go, it there's a lot of stuff worked into that. But the Dumbo ride, it's. Probably when you go to when you think of going to Disney World with small children, you think, "Oh, we're gonna go do Dumbo and see Mickey." Right, it's one of those iconic rides that, if you're keeping with the theme of your podcast episode, you wouldn't probably even mention because we're talking about the the stuff. Well, I'm talking about that they added a second Dumbo. I'm leading this into the fact that. Because of Dumbo's popularity and thinking, oh, it can't be a Disney trip without Dumbo. He's the perfect Disney trip. They added a second Dumbo because it's apparently he's really popular. A popular demand, and they, so they met that demand with adding a, an entirely separate, yeah. and not how, separate. But how it, do they have two Timothy Q mouses? Who knows? Two <laughs> Timothy Q mice? I don't know Houses. what the logistics behind that is. Uh, but there's also... Um, Pete something or the Pete the you know the the evil cat yeah yeah the bad guy the villain yeah he has a attraction thing I think he does the meet and greet hmm. with uh Daisy Mickey no not Daisy da- uh, Daisy Minnie Goofy and Donald yeah Donald the snake charmer it's a good time Donald the snake charmer yes oh nice and then there's also the barnstormer which said er- which I said earlier is a children's ride yep. please. If unless you have very small children who like roller coasters, which is a rarity, it's not worth the time. Right. <laughs> uh, there's also the snack shop, which uh, has. Last time we went, they had Mickey balloons, like Mickey balloon-shaped popcorn buckets. Yes. I got lost there. It was rude. Not you got lost there. I did. There was a, it was the crowd was going to go see a parade. I got separated, and I heard yelling, and I was like, oh, that's my family, you know. And it wasn't? Uh, no, I got separated, and then I found y'all. Oh, good. Ah, that was the most terrifying five I mean, I, I assume you life. did eventually find us because No, I'm today. still wandering around Fantasyland. Bye, folks. <laughs> I'm just, this is my ghost. Yeah, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get any calls from, like, the Orlando police or Disney security or anything. So. Oh, fun fact. If you've lost a child, you should probably go to the front desk. At uh, I forgot the town hall. I think yeah, town and hall. go tell them that you've lost a child, and they will alert all oh, security, and you will find your child. Stay safe at Disney, folks. Please stay safe. Yeah, the town hall is great because it's it's very centrally located. You walk right in the gate, you look to the left. There's town hall. There's clean bathrooms right next to it. Um, there's people there just and constantly waiting to help you. So it's like the human resources center of Disney World. <clears throat> Right. It's it's please go there if you've lost a child. Yeah, it's customer service basically. So. Yeah, or, or in, unless your child is not too far away. If your child's been missing for more than let's say t- 10, 20 minutes, still go talk to them. Well, <clears throat> talk to whoever you can. If you like lose sight of your child for just like three seconds, oh you yeah, shouldn't. yeah. But if if your child's been missing for. On to the next thing. Uh, <laughs> um, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Which number is this on your list? Two. Like two? We've only got this and another Pandora, one. Pandora, the world of Avatar. This uh, is the newest addition to Animal Kingdom. You know, the one that doesn't have Frozen. The one that doesn't have Frozen. Because, you know, Frozen <clears throat> for six-year-olds. Yeah. Also, I'm a six-year-old. Never mind. We've, we've I'm not a that six-year-old. dead horse. <laughs> so the, the, the cue for 
the Pandora ride. Well, all of them. Well, is really long usually. It, there's two Pandora rides, and the first one would be the Navi River Journey, which is there's like it's a very like vague storyline. A friend of mine, I've not been on that one, but a friend of mine has, and she said that. Like, it was all, like, mystical and magical, and there's this giant blue lady who's singing, and there's a tree. And Is this still a virtual reality experience? It's Think of, like, a Disney World dark ride, like Winnie the Pooh or whatever. Oh, okay. Except this one's themed around the alien world of Pandora. Oh, okay. It's I was thinking magical. of the big ride, the big line, the big ride. That, you that, mean the headliner, mother of all headliners, Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. So this ride is incredible. You it think of if Soren had like a cooler older brother. Okay. Yeah. Because Soren, in in and of itself, un, is almost unmatched in amazingness. It it feels interactive, even though it's really just a ride. But you're you're immersed in it so deeply. Is this a Soren or? The other one. Oh, the the Pandora one. Ah, yes. I mean, yeah, Lights you feel immersed in Soren, and that's the whole beauty of it. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, but but the Pandora ride flights. What is it called? Flight of passage. Flight of passage. It's kind of like it's a pun on the words rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rite of passage is a thing that you get to do in a family or a group after a certain amount of time. Kind of like the Mandalorians in their backpack jet thingy. Yeah, perfect. Good analogy. Portable high ground. <laughs> that needs to be proclaimed from the mountaintops because I think that you just came up with a, a really hilarious uh, saying because of high ground, of course, being, uh, you know, Obi-Wan versus Anakin thing. I have the high ground, Anakin. And you're like, portable high ground. That's handy. It's Mandalorian with a jetpack. That's portable high ground. Perfect. Um, I think you should be famous just because you made that up. I think, uh, Did you read it on a meme somewhere, or... Uh, I think it was, like, why would Obi-Wan like the Mandalorians? Because of Portal of Yeah. I, I was here, I was like, my daughter is so clever, she came up with this funny, funny thing. Yeah, but I repeated it. Yeah, you repeated it, so that, that counts for something. Anyways, <laughs> in Flights of Passage, you shall embark on a mystical journey. That's actually not that mystical. It feels like you're in like a scientist. Uh, think of it like a scientist facility. That's kind of broken down a little bit, but someone tried to build it back up. And the, the world itself, I should probably add this in a little bit, is magical. It looks like, if you've ever seen... Uh, if you've never seen uh, Avatar, you should probably skip ahead a little bit because I'm about to unleash a couple spoilers. Avatar is another one that's been out for, uh, what, 10 years? I think. Really? Yeah, because I remember I was in Afghanistan. I got a copy of it. That was 2010, maybe? 2009, 2010. So I think, yeah, it's been out like 10 years. Wow, what? 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 Avatar, yeah. I'm old. I I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so the ride you're actually in the ride and in in you're on this little bicycle motorcycle kind of. It looks like a motorcycle, but uh, they they have like this big screen, like a Soren screen in front of you. Yeah. And you sit down. I don't think, I don't think that like expectant mothers and children under a certain number of inches can ride because of the like personal experience you get right and if you have physical limitations that don't allow you to ride a bicycle then you may not all you may also not be able to ride uh like if you don't have a head please don't ride this one no i mean if you can't like ride a bike for whatever reason or if you have well like for example i have to overcome my fear of heights on that ride because it goes up and you're looking down well it and makes you feel higher than you are because there's a giant screen. Yeah, and you have to remember, if you fall off, you're just going to fall two feet to the ground. Well, it's really they no lift you up, but... so like maybe two and a half feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, first you walk into the queue, and they scan you, and they're like, matching you up to an avatar, matching you up to an avatar. <laughs> or they analyze your DNA and your magic band and <laughs> hook you in. To the system. And then you get, like, your very own avatar person. Uh, avatar means, like, an impersonation of you. Like, in a video game, you have an avatar. Right. Like, Fortnite or whatever. Whatever you darn kids play nowadays. And, I yeah, and then you're hooked up to an, an avatar, which is, like, a blue person. 
My dad used to call them, you used to call them tall blue skinny kitties. <laughs> I was like, who's your dad? Yeah. Um, the tall blue skinny kitty cats. Which are just basically, uh, you. Uh, basically in the movie, he, the guy will upload his consciousness into this being that's artificially created. And that being interacts with the natives. Uh, it's kind of they like. They hang out. They do things. A they, human aliens mix thing. So they're yeah. they're uploading your consciousness. I'm using air quotes here because it they don't actually up. Don't be scared of scientific experiments. If you're terrified of being experimented on by scientists, please do not ride this. <laughs> it's <laughs> they pretend to upload your consciousness yeah, onto a blue person. It's Disney magic. You you. It's not really putting your brains into their computer. Well, yeah, it's that, okay. It's that. Fear not. <laughs> uh, fear not, for the scientists aren't real. The scientists are not real. All right. So <laughs> you ride through this. You go in under these bridges and over these clouds, and it yeah, feels so it, real. There's, and... like, floating mountains. Yeah, and you feel like you're in the movie because there's this giant screen in front of you and everything, and it's just magical. It is magical because, obviously, you're in Disney World. So right. And before we unleash number one. What's number one? I'm not telling you <laughs> I'm not telling Before you. we unleash under one, there's number like one. two, three things I want to show you that not show. I can't show you anything that I want to tell you that are they didn't make the list. Uh, okay. Epcot is reno- uh They're actually getting renovated like right now. That's so why. you wouldn't say Epcot's something that's in the past decade? Well, they did start to renovate it. They took away Club Cool, which made me. Club Cool is a place where you used to be able to go in and sample different soft drinks from you around the world. Free soda. I don't drink soda, but they had a non uh, non fizzy one, which I loved. It was the. It was bomb. from like Japan or something. Uh, it was like mango. And I don't uh, you you might have probably heard of this because of the Beverly, yep. the infamous soft drink that tastes like sweat. Well, it's like if it's a good time. If a grapefruit were devoid of any natural sugar and grapefruits was are devoid, of also any rubbed sugar. in the armpit of an old man, that's. <laughs> Uh, that's the Beverly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's actually an aperitif, which is a before the meal. Aperitif. It's there's it's a lot of it's actually Italian. It's okay. Italian. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that goes into that history, but we're not mentioning right. it right now. Uh, so besides the Epcot renovation, there's also they revamped the whole Pirates ride. It used to be a kind of a politically incorrect i may say politely uh brides for sale scene oh yeah because it's sensitive to some people they instead made it a chickens and alcohol sale thing where the famous red-headed bride got turned into a piratess named red who is now like the big merchandising thing in adventureland not okay adventureland and she also has a meet and greet and i have yet to meet her because Back when we were in Disneyland, we couldn't meet. She only met at Disneyland. Um, but in the Disney store and Disney World, she has lots and lots of merchandise. It's fun. But nice. now for the very last and number one thing. Number one thing that they have developed over the last I'm ten so years. I'm so excited about this. What is Galaxy's it? Edge, friends. Galaxy's Edge. And we are also going to have an episode about this. Later on, you know. So is it called Galaxy's Edge at both, both Disneyland and Disney World? Yep. Okay. So we went to the Disneyland Good. one, but the same yeah. one at Disney World. Apparently, they're like almost the same. But uh, that's the trouble here is because we've been to the one at Disneyland, but you're discussing the one at Disney World. Yes, but Disney World is a the exact very same. similar. The exact same. The exact same. Yeah, except <laughs> the uh, smuggler. Uh, not smuggler. We were on Smuggler's Run. Good. Smuggler's ride. Run is where uh, you're. You're you you're actually in the Millennium Falcon. Rise of Resistance. Rise, Rise of, of the, the Resistance, Resistance is, is coming the, out is really ride. soon in Disneyland, but it's already been there in Disney World. So go see it if you're going soon. Please see it. It's amazing. It's and like there are some really good videos on YouTube if you really want to just jump in and look and get into it. But I'll describe it a little bit. You're you're in sort of like if you're in um, Star Tours for a few minutes. And then you well, leave Star Tours and go do something else. You're like on a mission for the Resistance, but then you get captured by the First Order, which is like uh, Ben Solo slash uh, Kylo Ren's. Yeah. So the First Order captures you. You get saved by the Resistance, and there's like lightsabers and right. battles. It's it's 
and you're in it. Like you're standing there, and there are actual like stormtroopers literally standing there. Yeah, they're they're. I'm crazy. Viciously flapping my hands around, trying to find an explanation for this. Yeah, and so many of these more immersive rides, the better and better Disney gets about this, the harder they are to describe on a podcast because you just can't. You can't verbally put somebody there. Darn you, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, Galaxy's Edge doesn't just have the two... Yeah, the two rides. They also have stormtroopers that just kind of walk around. Yep. They're, you, they used to be have, like, a scheduled time for them to walk out in uh, the other parts. So this... I should probably failed to mention this. This is in... Uh, this is in DHS, Disney's Hollywood Studios. But, right. uh... Uh, this is um they used to just have like a scheduled stormtrooper march which oh, okay yeah and i've seen those and it'll be like almost like a parade but it's stormtroopers in formation walking yeah, down the they, street they go bother people in the audience and they it's, say things yeah it's pretty awesome in fact well this time they have they're just kind of like walk around and mingle with the guests yeah they'll have like two or three of them on patrol and they'll have I don't know how the voices. Yeah, and they have like a full vocabulary of just stuff to taunt you with. Yeah, they're just yeah. like you, you were. The and they traitor. sound like legitimate, like real stormtroopers. Do the voice, do the voice. Oh, like um, I can't think of one. Uh, do these look like rebels to you? Uh, oh, I think they're okay. You know, or like um, oh, one guy saluted Kylo Ren, and he and Kylo Ren said something like, um, your uh, what do you say? Your your allegiance is duly noted, or something like that. Your allegiance is duly noted, or something. I can't do a Kylo Ren voice. When I try to do like any sort of Sith or anything, it either sounds like Darth Vader or the Emperor. So it's really well because you, you you've had many many years because in um the original Star Wars came out in seventy seven, so you've had all that I time to rehearse. Yeah, so but I grew up with Darth Vader. The other I mean, ones just came out recently, so you haven't had as much time to reverse. The rehearse. Emperor does not share your optimistic. Oh, wait, your optimistic appraisal of the situation. And now, young Skywalker, you will die. You've had, so there's just different... You've had several years to Different rehearse. voices that I've heard throughout my life. I'm still not even good at those, but still. Anyway, you get me talking about Star Wars and I get all excited. So I'm sorry, not to steal your thunder. Uh, no, it's fine. Yeah, the only the reason I have someone else on here is so I'm not the only one talking. It would be pretty boring if it was just me. That's true. That's it, true. Yeah, I'll... Not that you're boring, but yeah. Don't worry, you're not the only person I'm going to have on this. I'm counting on you having other people besides me, because this is terrible, because I'm uh, not very good at this. Did you know what else is fun about Galaxy's Edge? What? The merchandise. Um, yes. For those of you who haven't noticed, there's this huge craze sweeping the internet, and you know what his name is. We all know what his name is. Nobody knows what his name is. Just kidding, nobody knows what his name is. <laughs> uh, Everybody calls him... Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda. aka the child. Did the you know child. the guy who uh, the guy who directed it? I forgot his name. Uh, you know, Happy from Spider-Man. well, the, the guy that created the show, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, I almost said John Feist. But that's another guy. Yeah, that's no completely different. Um, so John Favreau hates it when you call him Baby Yoda. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, John. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of what society is calling him because. We don't know his name, sir. <laughs> you might Mr. Favreau. Want, you might want to reveal that information to us so we stop calling him Baby Yoda. I mean, I, you know, we could call him Mando Jr. or <laughs> Steve. something. Steve. <laughs> I don't know. Is Steve a good name for a species that is not unlike uh, Yoda's species? <laughs> Same species. Same uh, species. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So... Mr. Favreau, if you would like us to stop calling him Baby Yoda... Or Steve. Or Steve, perhaps you could reveal his name to us. Um, give us a shout. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Anchor. At my WDW podcast. We're also on Spotify if you want to leave yeah. us something. Well, or you know, if... Apple Podcast, you can leave us a comment saying that his name is not Steve. <laughs> Mr. Favreau, if you're listening to this, we would love for you to be a listener to our podcast, but even more so, we would love to know what Baby Yoda's real name is so, so we don't continue even... to offend you and your amazing creation. <laughs> anyway. You've, you've probably created like a cult of Baby Yoda worship. <laughs> uh, 
We're going to have, like... Society is Baby Yoda crazy. No, it's just I, nutty. I literally sewed myself a tiny Baby Yoda doll, because they had a little DIY thing in the library. Like, just like a little, like, keychain thing. It's yep. super cute. But bes- that besides, there's now merchandise all over the place for Baby Yoda. In near Galaxy's Edge, yeah. or Baby Yoda, the child. The child. The, yeah, and all the signs are like, the child has landed. Yeah. But everyone online calls him Baby Yoda because, you know. <laughs> but we respect the, that he, you know, probably has a name. And well, I mean. probably gave him a name. If there's not many other of his species, he probably wasn't named. And Mandalorian just going to be like, okay. Tiny one, I would name Steve. Well, at some point along Yoda's life, he was given the name Yoda. Or maybe he gave it to himself. Maybe once he learned to talk. So we're waiting for the child to learn to talk so that he can be like, my name is Steve. whatever, Steve. Uh, could be Steve. My name is Steve. <laughs> that would Hot be really Hot chocolate. Hot <laughs> um, And we did find out in the last episode, this is not a Mandalorian podcast, obviously, but we did find in the last episode no, the Mandalorian's real name. Din, Jin, 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 I don't know. I, know. <laughs> I can't remember. It's Din something, but yeah. He, he, we also saw a face reveal, and trust me, that was not what I thought it was going to look like at all. We saw the Mandalorian's face for like I, he, I thought a he would seconds. be younger, but okay. Um. So yeah, anyway, we probably won't. don't need to get off on our Mandalorian rabbit trail, <clears throat> but here we are. What baby Yoda trail. So you have completed... Uh. Oh, and... Number one. Merchandising. Oh, merchandising. As uh, part of the number one uh, on your list. Yes. Uh, they, there's a lot of new merchandise in Disney World. But I'm specifically talking about Galaxy's Edge. Because that's what we were talking about before yep. we got distracted. We did get distracted. Um, uh, merchandising in Galaxy's Edge. My friend got a little Porg. You know those? I know Porgs. Apparently they're delicious. They're like, think of like a chicken. Yes. Because it's just a bird. Yep. I'm, between chicken and pork, I'd probably choose chicken because you don't want to know what porks taste like. <laughs> I don't know what they taste like. Wash it down with some blue milk. Uh, well, that that sounds like the last thing on the list. That was number one. Uh, nice. We got we got through the whole list. We got through the whole list. That was an in entire this episode. an entire decade we of Disney stuff. We had uh, not too many rabbit trails that we went on. We're trying to keep this under an hour, so I think we succeeded. But uh, yay! Um, yay! So. Tune in next time for some more Disney and maybe Star Wars. Actually, yeah, Star Wars related stuff. Um, and chances are, time. when you're listening to this, whether it's on Spotify or whether it's on Stitcher or on Apple Podcasts, there's probably a share button. So if you click that share button and post post it to your Facebook or text yeah. it to somebody, tell your let friends, them know. Tell your grandma. That this Actually, don't tell exists. your grandma. It's for teens. Your, your grandma your, still might appreciate it. Who knows? Yeah, you tell. Tell your mom, tell your dad, yeah. tell your little sister, tell so your little brother. So find us on uh, uh, Facebook as well. Just yep. Do a search for and My WDW maybe Podcast. you can go back and listen to some of our old episodes and wash Absolutely. those down with some blue milk. All right. But well, we'll see you next time. See you later, folks. See you real soon. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the My WDW Podcast, a podcast for tweens and by tweens, all about Walt Disney World. Please connect with us. We would love to hear from you, whether it's through the Anchor app or through the Facebook page. Just type in My WDW Podcast. Also, keep in mind, we're also on the Google Play Music, the Apple Podcast app, and on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time. See you real soon.